Great, Sean, thank you so much for coming in this morning. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about, we called you one of the top chefs in America, and we're talking about like the cream of the crop. Tell us a little bit about your experience on MasterChef. So I was on this season of MasterChef, season mm -hmm. 10, and it was such an amazing experience. It was my cheesecake that actually got me through the audition, so I was the top 20, top 80 out of 20,000 people. So out of 20,000, you were in the top 80. Yes. That is amazing. So clearly that cheesecake is doing some work. Yes, it is. Today, um, we're talking about food that always makes me happy. Um, so, Gary, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest today? Wait, food makes you happy? Food. I'm yes. just here. Food <laughs> <laughs> should say? make everyone happy. No, you know, Tanya be trying to judge us for what we eat. You know, so that's why I'm like, food makes her happy. You know, you know, I judge Gary because I, I love him and I want him to to stay healthy. So when he eats things like pig, I call him out on it. Why, my brother? You know what? Anyway, we have a special guest in the building today. Um, Rashawn Wilder is here, better known as Eyes of a Foodie. Um, a little bit of celebrity in the building. So say wave to the people. Wave to the people, Rashawn. I wave to them. Hi, everyone. Um, so Rashawn is definitely on the move, up and coming as far as like food blogging, definitely with um, his recipes and with everything that he's doing. Um, was featured on, what was it, MasterChef? Was it MasterChef, Rashawn? Yes, MasterChef, ABC, Fox, uh, uh, BuzzFeed, Tasty, Delish, yes. Pop Sugar. Right. Well, uh, every, every, everything that you can think of to where you can be featured, he's been on it. Um, I know that he's been on Fox 2, done some pop-up shots in 12 Oaks Mall um, as well in Detroit. Um, so wow. he's definitely just doing big things. Just recently moved out to L.A., right? Yes. Oh, I'm right, so right. excited to be out oh here. Oh, my God. I love L.A. Right. Me so too, right? It's, it's the place to be. I mean, it's not so, Detroit, though. I, I love Detroit. I love my hometown, but I do play. You know what? Listen, so, I will represent Detroit everywhere I go. Yes. Oh, well, you're trying to have something in confidence. She has some. She has a burning question for you, Rashawn. So go ahead, Tanya, since you want to keep cutting me off. Shut <laughs> <laughs> up, Garrett. Okay, so when I'm looking at your Instagram, I see like a lot of unique things. One of the um, things that you actually recently posted was this brown sugar cornbread. So it's just something that I, you know, had never heard of or thought of. So when you're creating these um, recipes, where do you get your inspiration? If you, you know, say this and this is going to go together and it's going to taste good and people are going to love it. Um, honestly, my inspiration, most of it 
comes directly from just growing up and watching my mom and grandmother cook. And that a lot of my recipes, especially when I first started, I would incorporate what they had done and what they laid before me and incorporated that into my recipes. And now, the funny thing is though, you know, as I was watching them grow up or, you know, they watched me grow up, but I was watching them cook. Now they come to me and ask me about recipes and, you know, wow. well, should I use this? And what, you know, should I take this out? Should I add this? So it's really cool. Um, but honestly, some days I'm just driving in my car and I just feel like God will be like, do this. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, snap, that'll be fire. Mm -hmm. So I go back home and I just, you know, experiment with different flavors, different herbs, different um, spices and you know I just try to do things outside of the box do things that you probably never seen before mm -hmm. something that you never heard of before and so I just like to be creative and I feel like I'd rather do something and get it wrong than to never yeah. do it and not know what it could have been that is very good advice actually in, in life period so that's well, well I have a question for you Rashawn so I wasn't we done with my question, but go to ahead. That, we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> so, you know, we, we are good friends, you know, and in school, I never knew that, like, you could cook or anything. So I knew that you were, were doing the food blogging. So how did the, so was the intention for the food blogging to show your cooking skills? Or like, how did that all come about? Um, well, when we were in school, I did well social media really wasn't out like that especially true, Instagram true. that wasn't really a thing at that time mm -hmm. I think we probably only have Facebook Facebook but I yeah. never I never really knew of uh, food blogging or being in a food influencer in fact that wasn't big at that time back then if you saw someone taking a picture of a, a food you're like are they crazy right um, but I always had the passion for food and I've been cooking for um, 20 plus years now, ironically enough. Yeah. And wow. when I started my uh, page on Instagram, it never started off as eyes of a foodie. It never started off as me going out to restaurants to do reviews. It was a page that I wanted to display my personal and favorite recipes. And it just somehow blossomed into an entire brand now, which is amazing and it's opened right. so many doors for me um so i never had any intention of, of doing what i'm doing or even knowing that i would be where i am today got you got you got you now i know i know that uh the cheesecakes is one thing to put you on the map i know suave was checking out your checking out the website now suave you have some questions <laughs> about his cheesecakes <laughs> yeah i wanted i wanted to find out in your opinion, what is your top selling cheesecake? And then, you know, do you have like plans to, it's kind of a two part question. Do you have plans to branch off from cheesecake to other recipes? Cause I did check out your Instagram. You were holding up, you know, other stuff other than just keep cheesecake. So kind of wanted to know where you were on that. Yes. Um, well, I think my top seller or sellers would be definitely the strawberry shortcake. Like gotcha. people go crazy because the, the thing about my cheesecakes is that um, they don't just look pretty because my, mm -hmm. my cheesecakes are gorgeous. Not saying that because I make them, but if I were to see this made by someone else, I would be amazed like, whoa, those are some gorgeous cheesecakes, but they also taste 
just as amazing as they look. And that's what I take pride in. Um, so the strawberry shortcake and the cookie butter, that's another top one. That's the one that actually got me to MasterChef. Gotcha. Um, yeah, the lemon drop is amazing. I have over 25, almost 30 flavors now. So I can't even name them all and wow. tell you wow. which ones are the best. But yeah, it, it's grown a lot. And the funny thing, I never had any intentions on making cheesecakes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I felt like God was like for my audition because I auditioned twice for MasterChef. The first year, didn't make it. The second mm -hmm. year, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do something different this year and I'm going to do a dessert. Didn't have any idea what I was going to do. But I was like, do this cheesecake. I'm going to give you the recipe. Did that recipe. It knocked everyone's socks off. Wow. And uh, I just I've expanded from there and grown into over 25 different flavors. Um, but I don't put myself in the box of a baker. I don't mm -hmm. consider myself a baker. I'm a chef. I like to cook food food. Mm -hmm. And I always try to remind people like, hold on, I do more than cheesecakes. You know, that's, <laughs> yep. special. that's not what, that's not my own thing. Yeah. Um, so I definitely have other plans to expand not only the cheesecake business, but I want to get into fashion. You know, I'm planning to have oh, storefronts okay. and uh, a, a lot of things that are actually in the works. So I'm excited. Nice. That's that was bring me to my next question is what's next for you? Um, so I know you mentioned fashion, but what else? I mean, do you have plans on like a restaurant? Or are you thinking of something totally different than that? Or, you know, what's what's the next big thing that you have planned? Um, <laughs> a lot. So <laughs> I definitely plan to, like I mentioned, uh, storefronts. So I do want to have not just a cheesecake shop, but, you know, I do other desserts and I plan to have a restaurant separately. I want to keep those separate. Mm -hmm. um, because those are two different entities of my brand. Um, and mm -hmm. I try to allow people idea. to remember that. Um, and then I've been doing missions work for well over 10 years. And so I want to incorporate my passion for food and like teach classes at orphanages in other countries, even here uh -huh. in the U.S. Um, but I just honestly, I just want to be used by God. That's the most important thing to me, just to be used yeah. to help people, to encourage people with my story, where I come from, where I'm going, where I'm planning to go. How can I take you with me? How can I uplift you and just encourage you to see the gifts and the talents that are in the, on the inside of you? So that, that's my goal. That's my mission. One thing that I will say, would say about Rashawn is that um, even on this journey that he's been on as far as like with cooking and with his um, desserts and things, I've noticed that when you go to other restaurants, you've been partnering with other restaurants and, and definitely showcasing them. So I, I definitely want to commend you for doing that because normally, you know, when somebody is making it and, and they're on celebrity status like you are, they forget about the little people like us. So I, I definitely want to, <laughs> I definitely want to shout you out for doing that because I see people like really gravitate towards you and take your opinion seriously. So definitely commend you for that. Absolutely. Thank you so much. The funny thing is when I first started, <clears throat> I would reach out to restaurants, you know, like, mm -hmm. hey, I would love to come in, not expecting anything for free because we got to get out of that mentality. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. expecting things for free, um, especially in our community. Oh, bro, hook me up. No, no. No. Okay. I'm going to pay for whatever it is that you're offering. I don't it care is. the price. Right. For sure. Um, 
but these rest a lot of restaurants they would like turn me down and people that I wanted to collab with they would say no 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 and it's funny because I always knew <clears throat> that someday I would be in a position where those same people would reach out to me those same restaurants would eventually reach out to me um, and you know what? I didn't have the wrong attitude about it. I didn't have the attitude of now you need me. It mm -hmm. was, you know what? I want to promote anything Detroit. Mm -hmm. And um, even, you know, I've traveled the country doing reviews also at restaurants. I just want to promote something good. I mean, there's so much bad that the news promotes. Why not promote right. something good? And That's honestly, um, one of the love languages of the human race is food. And that is like food is the way that you bring people together, uh, food and music. And I just uh, I just felt like, why not help this restaurant? So I built plenty of relationships with restaurants all over the country. Um, when I'm coming into town, they're they're more than welcome to welcome me into their space and take care of me and even take care of people that I know. You know, and that's a blessing to have such a good name that if someone mentions your name, that they too right. can be blessed off your yeah. name. Come on, somebody. I'm not even trying oh, to bitch. Yeah. Come on, yeah, boy. All right. So I, I know that we're like right at time. So Rashawn, what is something that you would um tell other people that are expiring to step out in into their brand or into their business? What is one one tip that you want to leave the audience with? I have a lot of tips. I would say the one thing that I always live by is that uh, my favorite motto or slogan um, that I got one day driving the car was, the reason why there's a lack in the world is because you never started it. And when you get the revelation of that, you'll understand that, okay, you know, I'm, I've, been, I've been searching for something, I've been looking for something, there's something that I'm missing. And when you realize that that something is on the inside of you, then, mm -hmm that's when you should step out. Because mm -hmm. I mean, how many, how, many, how, how many of our parents had dreams? How many of our grandparents had dreams, but they had never done them? And one of the things that I've always loved about me is that I've always tried to be an example, not just for other people, but especially my family. Mm -hmm. You know, like even moving to LA, I, I moved to LA because none of my family ever had that faith to step out and to go. I'm yeah. like, I'm going to go. I'm going to do it. I don't care if I fail or not. I'm going to yeah. do it. And I've always had that mentality since I was young. And so if, if you have a goal, if you have a dream, pursue it. I promise you, as I mentioned um, a few days ago, when God tells you to do something, he is going to make provisions for you. And yeah. it's going to blow and rock your mind and your world that you're like, hold on. I've only dreamt of this and now I'm living in it. But you yeah. can't live in it until you start taking those steps. You can't right. fulfill those dreams and those purposes unless you start walking in it. So I wanna encourage every single person to realize that there's a gift, that there's a talent that's like laying on the inside of you. Wake those things up, don't let them be dormant. Because it's like when a parent gives you a gift and you never use that gift, it's an insult to the parent. So it's the same way when it comes to God. God has given us something Ooh, special. Yes. So when you're not you using better it, preach, it's boy. like an insult to <laughs> God. God. Like, use those things. Like, there's a reason why the world needs a you. So mm -hmm. I'm going to 
you know, I'm gonna let the world know who Rayshawn is because you know what, if you told me this when I was 12, I wouldn't have believed you. Yeah. But to see where God has brought me from and where he's taken me to and what he's constantly doing every day in my life, right. I, I, I'm still amazed. I live in amazement every day. That's that is a, amazing. Well, amazing. Well, Sean, I, I appreciate you and I, and I love your spirit. You know that I love you. I'm very proud of you um, as my brother. Um, and we appreciate you for coming on today, um, taking a minute out of your celebrity schedule. To oh, be gosh. <laughs> yes. well, I want to thank you all for having me. It's been, uh, it's always great just to kick it and share my story. And not, you know, I don't care about being famous. I don't care about my name being known. I just want to point people to the one who makes it all possible, which is mm -hmm. the Lord. So um, thank you so much for having me. Anytime you guys want me back, I would be more than happy to come through and, you know, just kick it with you all. And it's, it's such a blessing and, and honor. We got to hook up with you when we come to LA. Oh, please Absolutely. do. Please do. Oh. All right. <laughs> all right, Rashawn, I'll talk right. to you later. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Thank you. I love his spirit and how he just yeah. all thanks to God. I feel like when, people, when they reach that status, sometimes they forget, you know, the story of how they got to where they are. And I just feel like he's taking, he's holding on to that. And I love it. Oh, yeah, that's been him. That All the time that I've known him, he's been like that, you know. So yeah. um, it's just gotten... Watching from the sidelines, seeing him grow, grow, grow to where he's at now has just been phenomenal because he has yeah. never lost that faith. Moving, me moving to North Carolina was kind of a little bit based off of watching him and seeing the things that he's done. See, yeah, gotcha. And that's, yeah, that was his goal. He even said that people were this around him. Oh, go yeah. ahead. No, I was just saying it's funny about this because I have a, my nephew is a, is a really expiring um, cook as well. He's sick. Yeah. He's going to be 18. And I've been trying to convince him to use his God-given gift to, you know, cook. I mean, he's been doing this since he was a little boy. And, mm -hmm. he, and for my sister's birthday, he set it off, you know, with his cooking. And I'm like, man, you're cool to do something. He's like, I don't know if you can make any money from this. And I said, you shouldn't think about making money. You should do it because you're passionate about it. Yeah. But you know what, James? That's the thing, though, like, I think that for for our culture, I think we focus so much on the making the dime or making that, you know, next no. dollar that we forget about like our dreams and aspirations. And sometimes right. we get afraid to step out on faith, you know, and we we don't realize that if we trust God in that situation, then mm -hmm. we we wanna be fine. So, you know, I think his testimony is very powerful, definitely yeah, inspires yeah. me every day, you know, and even what he said just a minute ago definitely touched me. Yeah, my favorite, my favorite thing that he said was, um, you know, he kind of uh, made an analogy about when a parent gives you a, a child a gift and if you don't use it, and yes, that that was very powerful. You know, if God has given you something and you're not using it, it is it's a true insult to Him. So I think Correct. very powerful. Yes, yes, yes. I'm gonna have to give me one of them cheesecakes. Oh yes. man, I bought hey, I bought my appetite when when after I saw that website, I was like, I, hey, I'm Tanya can't, not, Tanya I mean, can't I, get no cheesecake, dog. Hey, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm that's honest, my favorite dessert. Don't think that I was fatty and don't think Tanya, anything. I went out. Tanya can't get one though. She over there eating simply <laughs> fresh. <laughs> Hello, fresh. Have y'all? Oh man, y'all, that has been delicious too. Delicious, but. 
on. We have to move on to our celebrity news, and then we have to move on to something that I call a shit show. Um, but first, we're going to talk. Man, about- would you just shut up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But let's talk about Tori and Meg. Um, so I, we talked, we touched about this a little last week. Um, but Tori, um, at that time, still hadn't came out and said anything at all. Um, mm-hmm. so actually, um, I know exactly what day this came out because it was very significant. It was actually the day that um, Brianna Taylor's uh, the officers who um killed her were you know not um they weren't convicted and that's when we had found that out so he put this album out um on the same day that all of this happened and he pretty much denied he denied everything um now just so you know to give you guys a little backstory the police uh, or i'm sorry the hospital they were allowed to give out um, a statement i'm assuming maybe meg allowed them to um, but they did say that her wounds were, in fact, those from gunshot wounds. Um, whether it was fragments or whatever it was, a you know, a, a, even I don't know if the bullet hit her directly, but whatever it was, it, she had to have surgery. It was from a gunshot. Um, so he, um, in his opening track of Money Over Fallouts, he says, um, how the F are you... How the F you get shot in your foot, don't hit no bones or tendons. And he continues, how the F is your team trying to pay me and some millions? I just lost like $10 million because of this cold business. I got like 10 million followers that's going to roll with me, fans that support me because they know my heart. Um, and then he also, also dissed uh, three other Black women you know, um, as all of this is going on, it was Masika, Kalisha, Dream Doll, and oh. one other one. I can't find it in my notes. Oh, here it is. Oh, and, and J.R. Smith. Um, so, but, you know, people were, they're up in arms because you, you put this out, you know, everybody needs to speak their truth, but you put this out on the day of um the announcement you know that we found out that brianna taylor's killers would not be punished um and then not only that but you diss tori you call her not tori you diss meg you call her a liar um when i mean it seems like it's it's proof there that it happened um and then on top of that you talk about two other black women and um also jr smith so i mean the timing to me was just disgusting um i think it's something that it could have I don't know if he should have went about this differently, but all of the the entire album was pretty much based on this situation. How do you guys feel about everything? I, yeah, me personally, I still think the whole situation between him and Megan The Stallion um, really kind of doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, one minute it was like, yeah, you did shoot me in the foot. Uh, you shot me in the pinky toe, you know. <laughs> then the next oh, minute. Hey, <laughs> I'll wait you finish because I gotta say something about that. <laughs> then the next minute it was like, no, no, he didn't. You know what I'm saying? So it was kind of like when did she say no he didn't? There were rumors going around saying rumors. That but that's what I'm saying. It it was never clear on who was telling the truth. You know what I'm saying? But my whole thing with the with the album piece is like, why would you base your album off off of that? 
That's what I'm saying. Why would you do that? And then he he must he maybe he didn't think about it. Even if he didn't think about it, somebody on his team should have. And then he goes yeah. that a part of the proceeds will go towards something with Breonna Taylor. But I'm like, come on, like too little, too late. You you just it was all messed up. But just, I think it was a PR nightmare. I know that it was a lot of rumors. It's a lot of back and forth. Like oh, the gun went off and it was just fragments and it was this and that. But right. All rumors. It did come from Meg's mouth that Tori was the shooter, um, that she was shot by him. And you know, we have to get out of that mentality that when a when a woman comes, uh, any woman, but especially at this point, a black woman, when they come and says, you know, that they've been abused or whatever it is, we have to take it as that and stop saying, oh, what if this happened or what if that happened? And no, she said what she said, and that's what we have to believe until you know. Oh my God! Let me ask you, why? why did why do you like going down that road, that rabbit hole all the time? Just answer me that. What do you mean? What rabbit hole are you talking about? Why do you why do you like going down that rabbit hole talking about? Well, you know, this is a woman, and this is that and the other. We know that it's a woman that that got shot in the foot. The reason why the reason why I brought it back up is because. Here we go, James. There are too many situations where women have come forth and said that they've been abused and they've been called a liar or they've been you know it's been said that oh it didn't happen that way it's just just give, give me some give me some statistics what do you mean i don't know any statistics i can give you what about the chris brown and rihanna story i'm still a fan ah, of, i was waiting for you to bring listen, that one i'm still listen i'm still a fan of of both of them but at the time and you know, I think we were all younger, but at the time, I um, when when Rihanna came out, and not when she came out, well, when the pictures came out, it the first thought in my head was shame on me. Was what did she do to deserve this? And I think that happens way too much. It, it, and I've you know I've grown up. I'm an adult now. Um, I've gone through some things where I know that you have to take a woman's word for it. And later, if you find out that, you know, okay, that's not the whole truth or whatever it may be, then okay. But until then, we have to get out of that mentality. When I disagree, shot, I disagree when she, with that. I disagree with what, that. What do, you, what do you disagree I, with? I disagree with that. Go, go ahead, James. Okay. I mean, only, only thing I'm going to say on this, I think kind of more both that fault a little bit. One, you know, Tory did come out if, from what I've heard that he had this whole thing that he apologized to her and all of that. So if you felt why that you apologized the first time, why you come back in your album and said that none of that ever happened. So we know that's a lie. So I know Tory's line. I think it was really bad timing for what he did um, in respect to Brianna and just Megan in general. I mean, be a man about it, man. Own up to what you did. and, 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 mm -hmm. and So I lost a lot of respect for Tory Lanez. I like him as an artist. As a person, not so much. Um, but judging, I'm talking about what Garrett said, and you're absolutely right. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Right, okay, I'm gonna I'm 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 say on that one. There was a situation, I don't know if you know about Florida State's former quarterback, DeAndre Francois. His girlfriend, come on with it, James. Come on with it. That technically ruined that man's whole career because he got let go from Florida State. She said that he abused her and hit her, then she came back later and said she only did that because she was upset with him, but he never touched her. But she said mm -hmm. that, and it caused him to lose his starting position, get left from the school, and had to transfer yeah, out. Exactly. That's the only reason. Sometimes, you know, 
I believe women when they say stuff too, but some women lie just because they're okay. angry. Yeah, absolutely yeah. right. And I agree with that 100%. However, when you have a police report stating that he had the gun, when you have a police report stating that the bullets are fragmented, they found match the gun that he had when you have witnesses at the scene that can contest to her story and when you have a hospital report stating that her wounds came from a gunshot but but i'm not that's saying no that's true i believe that, that. i'm not saying i'm not saying, saying i'm not saying that tory no. lane say his story he absolutely should tell his side of the story and he said his side so now it's he say she say and now but uh but if you look at the evidence right now it looks like Meg is telling the truth. Now, if the evidence okay. showed that Tory looked like he was telling the truth, and I would say right now, I don't think I believe Meg. I'm sorry, because the evidence shows this, this, and that. But as of right now, the evidence shows that Meg is telling the truth. And all why I do you get so why do you get so riled up in the
Either one, way. One of the things, you can't go back and forth with Trump. If Trump is going to overtalk you, you sit back, you let him say what he's going to say so you can let him let everybody see how much of an idiot he is. When he, Pretty much. Because you know he has no defense against anything that you're going to say that's facts. Joe fed into it, which actually favored Trump because everybody yeah. already knows Trump's an idiot. But Joe, don't make yourself look like an idiot. Something my dad used to he tell me. He tried his best. No. Yeah, he tried. No, I ain't going to lie. Joe has some good talking points. But something my dad told me that that is definitely true. It's better to be thought of a fool than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. Yep. Hmm. Okay. Now let, that, now let that sit and simmer. <laughs> so Joe could have Joe could have not responded to some of them antics that Trump was doing. People may have yeah. said a lot of things. They may say, "Oh, he's soft. Oh, he's scared of Trump." But one thing they wouldn't have said was, "He's acting ignorant like Trump." Don't stoop to Trump's level. Stick and I to agree the facts. because you're absolutely right. So I kind of changed my stance that they need to dig deeper and things because he's trying to bring that presidential respect back to the White House, and right. we're not. That with two Trumps. Yeah, Trump trying to change. He tried to do last night's. He tried to do the debate as a reality show. That's why he kept over talking the moderator, kept over talking Joe. Joe could have. Joe could have simply said, "You know what? Whenever you get done, I'll speak." Mm -hmm. That would shut Trump ass down totally because he would look like a straight Nothing ass. Would have shut Trump down. No, I'm, I'm seriously. If you if you don't feed into somebody's antics and be like, whenever he gets done talking over everybody. I'll speak, but this is the type of president that we have. So I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do just do and let him speak. And that's like that. what Obama would have done. Obama wouldn't have went back and forth with him. Obama like would have done that. You're right. No, that's because by Obama is our forever, our forever president. Yep. Now, one thing that uh, I think obviously stood out about this election is that uh, Trump kind of gave a shout out to the. Is it the Proud Boys? Is that the white supremacy? Yeah, yeah, he didn't denounce group. Um, and he had a chance to, you know, shut down all those accusations of him being a racist. And, you know, he had a chance to stand on stage in front of the entire world um, to say that. And he he didn't. Um, so to me, that just kind of, you know, solidified that this man who we have in the White House is a racist. Yeah. Well, here, wait, wait, wait. I had a problem with that for Trump, but I also had a problem with Biden because Biden talked nothing about um, nothing about what he's going to do for the black community. Or at, least, at least I didn't catch that. And then he also talked. He also talked about. Okay. Okay. He also talked about providing more funds to the police department. I I I missed that one. So. Yeah, he talked about more funding for the police department. He did not talk about what he plans on doing for the African-American community. And there was something else that he didn't talk about. But for me, it was kind of like, okay, we got one talking about white supremacy. One is talking about funding the police department more when we're already going through brutality. Now, I know that you added Harris on to your campaign, which was a great strategic move, but what's in it for us? Right. Exactly. And I have yet, just like I told you guys over the you know past few days, I have yet to see Biden or Harris talk about a plan for the black community. I'm not talking about everybody's important, okay? You know, 
our lives really do matter. Um, but I'm talking about black people right now. And I have- Yeah, because we built this country. So we need right. to know. No, I mean, he has he, a plan, he has a plan for black he needs to talk about it. He actually has one. I've seen it, but he needs to talk about it. So everybody well, else- Trump, they but, but that's the thing though, you have to get out here and talk about it, especially if your opponent is now yeah. in the last in the last month of his campaign. Yeah. This, this is what I plan to do for the African man. I'm, I'm tired of just voting on somebody because, oh, he's better or she's better than that person. No. Give me, what are you doing for One minute, Tanya. Wrap it up. That's yeah. it. We have to thank just our sponsor. I Shop FP, um, Camera Eye Photography and Film, <laughs> and the Gooch Foundation. Um, Y'all want to say something? No. Yeah, hey, we glad to get wrapped it up in one minute. Go vote. Subscribe down below. Please vote. And please subscribe. Vote. Yep, and share, share this video. And shout out to um, Rashawn Wilder. Oh yeah, man, great guest, great guest. Great interview, glad I remember that name. <laughs>